What's going on, Trademark Realty podcast listeners? I am Grant Barnum, real estate agent with Trademark Realty, and I have Casey Zander also with me here today. And today we are talking about with that topic. four different types of personalities that an agent has to adapt and work with in this business or any sales business for that matter. Actually, any business. I don't care if even you're even if you're selling, you have to figure out how to work with all kinds of different people. All right, I agree. So, what are these four different types of personalities that you're getting at? Well, well, actually, let's just start with number one. What's number one? Number okay. So, I want to talk about all of them. So, I want to just touch on the whole realm first. All so. Right. When I'm looking at personalities, I look at it from the standpoint of, it's called DISC. And what DISC is, is D-I-C-S, or sorry, it's D-I-S-C. So what DISC is, is each letter stands for its own personality trait, okay? So D is the dominant person. I is someone who's inspiring. S is someone who is supportive, typically, and C is someone who is cautious. Now, there's other ways that I think people... Acronym it? Correct. Yep. Have a different way of describing these things. But if you've ever been in a sales position or maybe you went to school for business, you've probably heard about the DISC assessment. And essentially what that assesses you for is what kind of person you are and what kind of things you look for when you're trying to make a decision or how you react in certain situations. All right, so what's number one? So let's talk about dominance or being dominant, which is D in the DISC. Okay. So you're thinking, well, what do personality traits have to do with Buying a house. Buying a house. Or just even going to call you up to look at a house or pretty much anything that has to do with getting a hold of someone. Right. So let's look at it from this standpoint because I I personally feel you are the D. You are the a dominant person. Just out of the acronym? Everyone has a little bit of all of them, but there's always one dominant trait. Okay. So what does that mean that my sales... Like the way I sell is like that, or you're saying the way I'm sold to? The way you or want the way to be, I just carry the, myself? The way what? that you want to be sold to. And I don't like using the word sold to because I think the word term sale gets a really dirty meaning. It so was, just like the, more so the way that you can connect with my personality. Correct. So the thing is, is, you know, we've had this conversation before, you know, in regards to sales. And I've always told you that you need to be... You need to sell to the person how they want to be sold, not how you want to be sold, right? Right. And so if you're a dominant person, what are some things that you, Casey, look for when you're trying to be sold to? I want to know these facts as soon as possible in the shortest amount of time so I can just be done with the situation. You want no frills. No frills. No frills. No, no, no. And the more I think about it, the more someone tries to give me frills, the more I lose respect for them as a salesman as a whole, and then I don't want to buy it all because I feel like this is just a game or a show. And then you think it's a waste of time. I'm, I feel like they're trying to they're trying to get one over on me. Right. You know, because if they're giving me the facts and I feel like they know their stuff with the topic, I can trust them because they're coming at me 
from the right way that I need to be came at, and then I'm like, okay, I can trust this person. I'll go along with their skit. Right. That's kind of how I feel. Right. So, as an agent trying to sell to someone like yourself who is a dominant or a driver is another yeah. term that kind of goes around the, the D and disc. Um, my job to you would be obviously get you where you need to go as fast as we need to go. Mm-hmm. Give you only the information that you need. So like we've talked about on the floor, you don't want that sheet of paper that I can print off from the MLS that gives you all the details about the house. You want to know the year it was built, the square footage, and how nice it is. And how nice it is. That's about it. And probably the location. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Exactly. Other than that, you don't want to hear about anything else. True. You probably want to know the price. Yeah. And the what logistics. Your, what your payment's going to be, probably. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And, you know, that's hard, too, because it's like, you know, if you're trying to connect with a lot of people, you're going to have to realize that not every, like me, for example. The more people I would want to connect with on, you know, just a real life setting of whether it is you're on a sales team or you're you're just making friends or people out in public, like everyone has different ways of carrying themselves with their personality. So you got to adapt to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that. Yep. So what's number two? Like what type of traits does the I stand for again? So I is inspiring, interest, interesting, and interactive. So someone that is an I typically likes a lot of people orientation. They, they are still a very outgoing person, but they need some of those extra details and they want, they like emotion. Like they, they want to be like, you got to pump them up. You get in the house and you're like, wow, like this is awesome. Like check out this kitchen. Look at that backsplash. How awesome is that? Oh yeah, you gotta get them excited. Look at about those it. floors. Oh, or hey, this is the look. Look at the possibilities in this house. You guys are looking for that fixer upper. Bam! We bump off this wall. We knock it down. Look how big and open this is. Like, look at the possibilities. They it's all about inspire. the excitement. You're expiring them, right? You're giving them the picture in their head. So, have you dealt with any uh, clients that have been like that? For that example. Oh, of course. I mean, you know. Any, in my opinion, anytime I'm selling a house, it's still a very exciting experience. For the person that's a driver, there's probably little... I'm not saying they're emotionless at all. I'm just saying that I they're, if I started doing that, they're probably going to get annoyed. If I was walked into a house with you, Casey, and I said, Whoa, look at all this! You, you'd just be like, Dude, what, what's yeah. your deal? Like, take a chill pill. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. And, but if I was like, hey... Check it right, get you. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> You know? That's very true. You know, very low key. You know, you don't want someone that's going to be in your face. You just want someone, hey, relax. Let me walk around the house. If I like it, I'll tell you if I like it. And if I don't, I'm walking out. So when an inspiring person is, you're, you're giving them that inspiration. You're pumping them up. You know, it's right. all about excitement. We're having fun doing so this. So by giving them facts. So, if, for example, if you handle them like a driver where you start giving them more factual-based stuff, they don't feel as at ease about what they're looking at? Not necessarily, because every single person has one of these traits. They all Actually, every single person has all these traits, that's what I meant to say. But there are typically traits that are more dominant in each person. So even though you are you might be a dominant D, the next person might be a very dominant I, but still have some other like d traits or driver traits so some just stand out more 
Right, exactly. So, I mean, everyone's still still going to have a little of everything, but the thing is, is, like, obviously, if you're just a driver-dominant person, that's all you want. If you're an inspiring person, you still are probably going to want the facts because you, there's probably still some driver in you or could be some driving, you know, abilities in you. Right. But you still want, you know, that emotion. You know, you want to get pumped up. You're ready to go. Like, let's do this, right? Uh-huh. So let's talk about the next topic. Okay, what's the next one? And that's no, that's S. S. Yep. So that's supportive, steady, and stable. Okay. So someone like that typically is looking for someone that is still probably excited, but they want someone that is there for them to support them along the way to reassure them, like, hey, this is going to be okay. Like, we can do this. Like, this is easy. Yeah. Like, the, they need help maybe sometimes with some justification. You know, they probably are going to need some you – you're going to need to explain to them a little bit more. Um, so, okay, wait. So, I don't know if I understand that one. The supportive, steady, and stable. Yep. So, they just basically need a lot of reassurance. Yeah, I mean they—they're—they're they're kind of a—they're typically a, a reserved person, um, but they're still very people-oriented. So they still enjoy building a relationship. Like you build trust with this person by building a relationship and supporting them. So it's like so uh, with, with us. I mean, essentially, they're—they're they're looking for someone that they can feel like they're almost like a friend with. You know what I mean? They they want to build that relationship and they want to feel appreciated. Right. They want to feel sincerity. Like you... Like a true trustworthy person. You're looking out for them or you're here for them. Which you should be. I mean, if you're in this business, I mean, that's what you're there to do. I mean, I don't care which person you are. Yeah. I mean, as an agent, if you're in this business, you are there for the client. Like that is your right. Duty. And at the end of the day, pretty much everyone will probably appreciate if you're taking that kind of step to. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter if you're a dominant person or not. The dominant person just wants to kind of, we'll call it cut the crap. Yeah. And exactly. they're just like, give me the facts. Either I like it or I don't like it. Let's move on. So, um, let's go ahead and, and move on to C, which is, um, cautious, uh, competent and careful and so this is the last letter of the disc and this person is generally someone who's rather reserved uh, they're very task oriented and uh, they still seek value and quality of the information so I mean really this person is generally kind of guarded very pulled back and uh-huh. they they want they need to earn your trust to feel comfortable in the situation. And they're probably going to need a lot of information, a lot of support. And a lot of like reassurance that this is a good idea, probably. Correct. Like, this is a good idea. This is going to work for you. Right. This is all part of the process. It's normal to be anxious, that kind of stuff. Correct. Yep. And, and you have to almost like put yourself in that person's shoes. And usually you can kind of see it in a person's face. What they're feeling. Correct. So even though they... You're in the house and they might be excited. You can tell there's some hesitations. Yeah. You know, kind of going through the process. You know, they probably are someone that has a lot of questions. You know, they're very detailed. They might even be someone that, you know, reads every single contract piece of paper that they sign throughout the entire process. 
you know, there's a lot of people that right. don't. You know, with all with these personalities, is there probably a lot of people that will like shy away from telling you that they have an issue if you're not able to read it? Like, will they just flat out hold it in a lot of times if they have questions? You think? No, they typically will still ask questions, but they feel uncomfortable sometimes asking them. And so, as as an agent, my job is always. I guess I've always looked at it as my duty is to make them feel comfortable. I mean, I always tell all of my clients there's no such thing as a dumb question. And even if you ask it multiple times, because the thing is, is how I might explain it to you the first time might not always resonate with you because, you know, you're not these people aren't in the industry. So they're not seeing this stuff day to day. Right. You know, they're not working with numbers constantly. They're not looking at taxes. They're not looking at specials. You know, they're not looking at you know, what does this mean in a property and condition statement? What is this, you know, in the inspection report? I mean, sky's the limit with, with something like that. But they just, they they need that kind of that extra assistance. They need that extra kind of comfort that, to know that, hey, you know, it's okay. We'll yeah. get through this. Uh-huh. Whatever questions you have, ask them, and I will sit down and we'll explain everything to you. Right. So out of all those, which one are you? Which one am I? Yeah, if you I'm, had to pick. I'm definitely, I would say, more of a, um emotional, probably, person. Um, I would say I'm kind of an inspiring and interesting and active. I, I consider myself more of an I because I feel that I'm I'm rather outgoing and I'm very people-oriented. Um, but, like, some, I like a lot of the things outside of just the cold hard facts like you like the experience i like the experience exactly where you know like a someone who's a d and i'm not saying i mean i i have some traits that are kind of dominant driving because obviously i still have to you know get people to feel comfortable and you know understand everything i mean it's not necessarily that i'm pushing them but i'm you know i'm giving them that assistance to feel comfortable to move to the next step which i mean is kind of driving them to where they need to go, right? right? I mean, that's uh-huh. my job is, is to help them through this process. So, I mean, there's I could sit here and I could probably tell you a little bit of all these that I feel that I probably hit, and most people do. There's, there's not going to be one of these that you're not going to cover. It's just that you're going to have one that's taking over, more prominent taking yeah. over than others. And so typically that is the trait that a person is going to use or that is going to come out when you're working with them. And gotcha. so why that's why I think the DISC assessment, just thinking about it when you're working with your clients or in any industry, just working with people, if you're even answering phones, you know, if you're a customer service rep or an HR directive, director, you have to work with all these people all day long. Right. And so if you're not, you know, kind of giving them their needs and how they want to be kind of dealt with and taken care of they're going to get frustrated so which which out of the group do you think is the hardest to read like which do you think is the hardest for you to pick up on like oh this is this kind of traits that this person has um or do you think they're all equal oh that's a great question the the dominance the d trade is kind of a harder one to notice out of the gate because the thing is is when someone calls you and asks you about something you really don't know how to take what they're asking for. Right. I mean, you're like, let's say you called me today and you asked me a question about the property. You know, do I need to be giving you more information than you're asking for? 
or do I should I only be giving you the information that you're specifically asking for? You would say specific, but me, I don't know that because I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And so I could, I could, you know, be giving you this information, and I go, oh, well, did I should I give him more to intrigue him right. to close him in? Uh-huh. The answer for you would have been no. Yeah. But I might have tried that because I felt you, that like I need to progress it to the next step. Right. Right. Uh huh. And you wouldn't want that. If I gave you the information, you'd have been like, you're my guy. Yeah, I'd been like, sweet. Yeah, this is my guy. I'll call you back when I know more on my end. Boom. Right, exactly. But the thing is, is I wouldn't want that because it's like, I didn't captivate it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have felt that I would have captivated that person. Yeah. But I probably did. Uh-huh. So it, it's really hard yeah. to judge sometimes on the phone. Do you really think it's like you can't win them all? There's going to be some that it's just it didn't register? Or do you think there's a way where you can really understand a lot of these from the get-go so you can adapt? Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You probably aren't necessarily always going to win them all. Mm-hmm. And that's in any industry. I mean, I don't care what you do. I mean, it's not always going to be spot on perfect. We're human. Right. We're not all perfect. But I, I still strive to adhere to those people, obviously, to... Your best ability. Yeah, to my best ability to make sure that you know i'm covering all my bases with whoever i'm working with yeah so well cool should we wrap up the podcast i think so so i hope you guys really enjoyed this i certainly think that if you haven't done a disc assessment on yourself and that's d-i-s-c just type it in on google go find one spend 15 dollars you know because some of them charge you to actually take the assessment Take it. See what kind of person you are. You actually might be amazed to figure out what your actual traits are. And they might not be what you thought they were. It's cool. I love taking them because people change over time too. Mm-hmm. You know, just with experience. So oh, definitely. what you might that. be today might not be what you are five, ten years down the road from now. Right. It's really cool. So. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys.